I'm Mel Kettle, and you're listening to This Connected Life, the show where connected leaders share their experience, values, and strategies that have helped them become more connectable so they achieve success in life and business. Hey everyone, welcome to This Connected Life. I'm your host, Mel Kettle, and thank you again for listening. I'm recording this right now in a little semi-private room in the library at Griffith Uni, which is kind of surreal because I did my Master of Public Health here and haven't been back for a few years since I graduated in whatever year that was, 2014, I think. Anyway, I wanted to also have a chat about health. I've just had my biannual mammogram at the Mater Hospital. I have a mammogram and an ultrasound every 18 months to two years, and it definitely doesn't feel like two years since the last one. I have them that frequently because when I was 35, I found a lump in my breast during a self-check and I was completely freaked out because my cousin had been diagnosed with breast cancer when she was 33 and she very sadly died when she was 40. So fortunately, that lump back then was nothing, but I've had a mammogram and an ultrasound every 18 to 24 months ever since. So why am I telling you this? I'm sure a few of you are going, oh my God, that's way too much information. And maybe it is, but a big part of being connected with self is knowing what's going on with our bodies and looking after ourselves from a medical perspective. And yes, it can be really time consuming. Certainly mammograms and pap smears are not very comfortable. And it can be expensive. But then if you get a disease like cancer, heart disease, stroke, osteoporosis, diabetes, Parkinson's, dementia, liver disease, the list goes on, they're all super expensive, not only in terms of the medical cost for the out-of-pocket expenses that you have, but in terms of loss of income. And not enough of us have appropriate insurances to cover that loss. So let's see what we can do to make sure that we can prevent as many of these things as happening as we can. Now, in my research, I've found out that most women see a doctor once a year, but most men are far less frequent than that. And men tend to have shorter visits and only go to the doctor when their illness is in a later stage, presumably by then, because the symptoms are too bad to keep ignoring. And I certainly have a few stories about my husband that I will not be sharing on this because he does listen. (laughs) But there was one incident that resulted in 10 days in hospital for him because he didn't get to the doctor fast enough. So say no more. I certainly know I've often heard men in particular, really proudly saying, I haven't been to a doctor in more than five years. I think the record I heard was 27 years and I was horrified. And the man who said that said to me, oh, but I'm healthy. And I said, how do you know? And he said, because I haven't had to go to the doctor. Well, that does not mean you are healthy. So if it's been a while, book an appointment. But the point I want to make is this. As we get older, we should all be having an annual health check to help us stay on top of things. From the scary statistics file, in Australia, one woman dies every hour of every day, of every week, of every year from heart disease. One of those women in 2010 was my mother. She didn't expect it. We didn't expect it. So this is a subject that really resonates with me. And it was actually her death and then the subsequent equally unexpected death of my father that 
meant that I took a bigger interest in health and in public health. And that's a big reason why I went back to uni when I was in my mid-40s to study public health. Another stat that really resonates with me is that every year approximately 14,000 Australians are diagnosed with melanoma. And that's not those of us who are diagnosed with BCCs or SCCs, that's melanoma. 1,500 Australians die every year from melanoma. And it's the biggest cancer in young Australians aged between 15 and 39. And it's the biggest killer of young Australians. So it's a pretty serious disease. And this one resonates with me because about six years ago, I was diagnosed with stage two melanoma. And I feel really lucky because I had a freckle on my leg that changed and I noticed it changed and I went to the doctor and she didn't think it was anything, but she cut it out, sent it off to get tested, found out a couple of days later it was a stage two melanoma and shortly after that had it cut out. My surgeon later told me that it was really aggressive and if I hadn't taken action when I did, I'd probably have died within a year. So having an annual checkup can help you identify early if you've got symptoms that might lead to cancers, diabetes, glaucoma, osteoporosis and a whole bunch of other things and finding out early can sometimes save your life. The next time you take your car for a service, then have a think about when did you last get your body serviced because it can be a lot messier and a lot more expensive to fix when things go wrong. Depending on your age and your personal history and family history, there's a few common tests that you should be considering. Not everything needs to be checked every year. The frequency will depend on your personal health and your family history. But some things you should get checked more frequently than others. And some of those things that you should get checked on a regular basis, the frequency of which depends on your personal circumstance. But things like blood pressure, blood tests for cholesterol, triglycerides and diabetes, a urine test to check your kidney health, you know, get tests for your sexual health. That's often a blood test as well. Get a complete skin check, get a breast check, do a self-check once a month. Have a mammogram and breast ultrasounds. They're free after the age of 50 or the mammogram parties. The ultrasound can cost more, but that can pick up a cancer that's too small for a mammogram, which happened with two of my friends. One, it was her first mammogram after she turned 50, found out she had breast cancer. Another friend had just turned 71, thought she was too old for mammograms, was told, no, you're not, had a mammogram, had breast cancer. Another friend of mine, two friends of mine, found out they had a lump because their husbands noticed them. One of them was benign, one of them was breast cancer. Don't muck around. A few other tests are things like pap smears, which is now called the cervical screening test. That's my least favourite of them all, and I'm very happy that's now once every five years. For men, get your testicles and your prostate checked because you never know what could be going wrong there. As we turn 50, it's stool samples for bowel cancer. But if you've got something that's a bit dodgy, then get that checked sooner. For women, bone density, once we turn 50, there's a really strong relationship between the lack of estrogen in our bodies during perimenopause and menopause and the development of osteoporosis. And if you're undergoing menopause before you turn 40, then you're especially prone to osteoporosis. Don't forget as well dental checks and eye examinations. And then, you know, monitor your weight as well, because being overweight is a very significant risk factor for a whole heap of things as well. And as well as our physical health, let's not forget our mental health. 
one in five people in Australia will experience depression and one in three women will experience anxiety during their lifetime. And anxiety, which I didn't realise until recently, is one of the symptoms of perimenopause. So if you are a woman in your 40s or your late 30s or your early 50s and you've got more anxiety than normal, then have a chat to your doctor about that because it could be a perimenopause or a menopausal symptom. And they can do things about it. Have a chat to, if you think you've got mental health problems, then talk to your GP in the first instance. And they can potentially draw up a mental health care plan so that you can get a Medicare rebate for any psychological treatment that you might require. And then once you've had your health checks, there's a few things you need to think about doing as well. You should understand what the results mean. You should ask whether you need follow-up tests and when and how often, and then make a diary note so you don't forget. One of my friends, every year, first week of July, books in all of her tests. So she knows that first week of July, every year, without fail, she'll have dental check, an eye check, a GP check, a heart check, you know, everything that she needs, all in the same week. So it's all just over and done with. The other thing you should think about is if you need to see a specialist or if not, if you need to take medication and what might happen if you don't. The other thing, get into the habit of asking for a written copy of all of your test results and keep them on file in a safe place. My mammogram doctor today said, did you bring in your last mammogram results? No, I didn't because I didn't even think to. Well, now I know for the future. And the other thing, if you change doctors regularly or if you don't have a regular GP, it's even more important that you keep a copy of all your test results because it can be really difficult to track them down if you move or if your GP moves. That's probably enough for me for now. I think I've rambled on a little bit. I guess the main thing I want to say is look after your health, do self-checks of all the relevant parts, see your doctor for the relevant tests and at the relevant age. And I'd love to know when was the last time you had a complete checkup. If it's been a while, then make an appointment today and just see what you need to have looked at. And if it's been a while, you might want to ask for an extended consultation time so that you can get through the list that you can print off out of the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. If you would like to know more, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag ThisConnectedLife and you can tag me at Mel Kettle or you can email me mel at melkettle.com. See you next week. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes or a recommendation on LinkedIn or both. The show notes are all on the website, melkettle.com forward slash podcast. And I'd love you to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You'll find me at Mel Kettle. See you next time and stay connected. Bye. 